0: It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Jenny Gain. And our topic for this week, we're going to talk about how to manifest with your partner when they are not so LOA savvy and they're not really interested in all this stuff you're doing. Who are those girls you're listening to Not all about? <laughs> 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 it's too much laughing too much laughing for me <laughs> mm.
1: yes and I'm excited about this topic um just because we get this question a lot and uh, I'm excited to be able to have you guys walk away and be like it's okay I still get everything I want yeah at the end of this episode yeah so that's my intention
0: awesome um yeah really quick Jen what are you excited about I am just excited about how the house is all coming together and how this the process of this is like bringing Lisa and I closer together. So one of the things—I mean, I asked for growth, and I'm getting growth, and it's the most joyous, respectful— growth I've ever experienced. So that's very exciting to me. And I like walk around my neighborhood. Oh my gosh, there's so many good things. I have to keep this quick. Um, But I like feel the feeling. I like repeat in my head, like, oh, this, I've always wanted this. Like, oh, this is my dream. And so it's exciting to be living that every day more and more and more. What are you, (laughs) what are you excited about? Uh, I'm just
1: excited about my life and my clients and All the, like, growth and success in all of it. Yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. All right. So manifesting when you have a non-LOA partner.
0: Yes. I've also had lots of experience with this. (laughs) 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 So I think we want to—I think I want to start with the—it's very similar to what we talked about last week in terms of Mm. acknowledge that— I get to have, we both get to have everything I want, but specifically I get to have the experience I want. So I get to manifest. I have the power to manifest the things I want for the relationship. And I don't have to like this other person isn't going, doesn't have to inhibit me. Like I have all the power within myself to manifest the experience I want, period. And yes. So not being willing to use your non-LOA partner as an excuse, I think, is huge. Yes.
1: And I will tell you, this is one of my favorite, I guess you could call it a mantra, but it's the things, it's the story I tell to myself all the time, um, is I always get what I want. Like, and I remind myself, like, I always get what I want, right? (gasps) And so nothing— Uh, um, I have an LOA partner, but like nothing gets in the way of that. I've lived in different experiences where I've lived with people that weren't LOA, but I still get to create what I want and I always get what I want. Mm -hmm. So if you can start there, like we almost don't need to say anything else. Like if you just could take on that belief, like I always get what I want. Um, it, but of course there's layers to that. Um, Mm -hmm. that is the most important thing is that, Nobody else can take away your power to create
0: what you want. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. No one can get in your way. If someone's getting in your way, it's you.
0: Yes. No world, no school, no family, no government. no Nothing gets in the way of you creating your reality. It's all about you. Um, It reminds me, like when you say that, Cass, the I always get what I want, I always (laughs) use— I want it, I get it. I want it, I get it. Uh, <laughs> and, I like that. <laughs> and I literally and don't be shy to say that with your partner. Right. Like I think some people, because, you know, there's this side like, the selfishness and the the bad rep that goes with that or um out there. But I remember when I started saying this in my partnerships, how some, you know, I would just get something I wanted, you know, it could be what I wanted for dinner. And I could, and I say out loud, I want it, I get it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, why did I get it? So you, the more you start to acknowledge that within your own life, the more that it will become a reality. And I think being willing to share that with your partner helps. That helps you communicate how you live your life, and that's going to be important to them. They don't have to adopt the same way, but I mean, they're, they they want to know how you live your life and what's important to you, right? So, like whether mm-hmm. or not they're going to participate or not. Yeah, they want to know because it's part of you. Yeah. Well, hopefully they do. If they don't, time to move on. <laughs> exactly. Right. That is sign number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Okay. So what let me I want to just bring up an example. Like what to do if if um you're talking about LOA with your non-loa partner and they give some Um, I don't want to say mean response, but like, I don't care response. How would you handle that?
1: Well, can we, can we back up and do like sort of one other step? Yes. Before that. So I just, like we said, I, everybody gets what they want. You get what you want. But I also want to go back to our last episode and just highlight that whether or not your partner's all the way or not, you get to be responsible for cultivating the feeling that you want in your house. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a great example of this um which is a which will actually is a good lead in i think to talking um loa and not getting a great response mm-hmm. um so our dinner time routine is it's we um when it's just the three of us um you know a partner and our son we you know what was the most exciting part of your day and we do it and whenever someone joins us for dinner they are also included in this and last weekend my partner's parents were over and um her mom like, gave an answer that was not really, not really, there's no right answer, but it she w- didn't listen to the question. Um right. And, and so um, my partner said, you know, ask again, ask Nana again, <laughs> what was her most exciting part of the day? Right. And, and so he asked again, and it was a, you know, the answer was like, oh, when I got here and I saw you versus this other Aww. thing I gonna go into, but like, it's, we yeah i know right um we get to take responsibility for how like what's being cultivated in our mm-hmm. home and yeah. first and foremost it is our responsibility it's no one else's responsibility to react we just have to train them um and that doesn't mean they have to believe but it means like oh like you can ask like was that really the most exciting thing that happened to you today Oh, no, actually, it was this, right? Because we're so trained otherwise that, um, you know, creating a different experience in our house is super powerful and might take a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. And I think this ties into, right, when we're talking about LOA and we get a response that we
0: don't love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if, like, you come home from work and you ask your partner, you know, your partner. What was the best part of your day, or hey, how was working? It's negative. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who their immediate response is, you shouldn't be feeling negative. That's like bad LOA. I don't want negative in my life. And that response from us, if us being the LOA person, is actually non-loa. Yes. Because that that's the judgment, that's the resistance, that is not allowing or loving. Mm-hmm. And so Check yourself and say and take it. Th- same thing it comes back to the same thing. It's not your partner's responsibility to be any way. It's your responsibility. So that's the, that's one of those things. Um, but yeah, if your partner says something really negative and you are just and you don't have that judgment, you're like, oh, okay, you can like your allowing state will eventually train them to respond to you differently this like my one of my most favorite thing to watch happen with Mm -hmm. clients and they come to me and they're like oh my god you'll never guess what happened and I'm like yes I will (laughs) (laughs) he said this or did that or you know um Uh yeah and then so coming back I guess I kind of skipped the question the first question but if you're talking LOA and they don't have a good response what would you say Cass?
1: Uh so we give me a specific, like uh, is this like I'm sharing like, oh man, I saw the best evidence today. Yes, or yes, is this, exactly. Um, if they have didn't have they would um if they didn't have a
0: good response, which would be like I don't yeah. care. Maybe. I guess response? an I don't I guess an I don't care response. Oh. Um so I would not let that impact
1: my excitement right like I think what happens most often in situations like that is that either we want to defend and get mad Mm -hmm. because you didn't have the reaction I wanted which is the same when you come home and like what was great about your day and you give a negative or you're just negative immediately right Mm -hmm. um so I honor that like oh okay but it the thing is that it's let the reaction go and like it doesn't matter You sharing is more important than their response. But the problem is, is that we put our, um, we put our success, our feel good on other people, right? Mm -hmm. If they don't have the reaction I want, yeah, it's okay if it hurts and it's okay to feel that, but it's not okay
0: or it's not the most powerful to try and change that, Mm -hmm. um, and like, I actually I actually think this is one of those things that we want, we are underlyingly asking for. We want to learn how to be independent of our partner's responses for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because that's a, an elemental part of being a deliberate creator is to be able to feel independently of how your partner's responding or reacting and to stay true to what's important to you and what's true for you. And so having an experience like that where you're excited about something and you share your evidence. And for whatever reason, your partner is responding in a way that wasn't what you wanted. So, oh, yeah, that's cool. Or, yeah, I don't really care. I don't know. I I can't imagine someone saying, I don't really care. I know, right? But, <laughs> Me either. But I'm sure—I don't know. Um, or saying, like, I'm really busy. Or just—you can feel it mm-hmm. in their energy that they're not interested. That maybe It's maybe more that, not yeah. interested. Mm-hmm. And then— then that's your, that's your time. That's your most powerful opportunity to be like, I got this. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm excited about. And I get to be excited about this. And um, that's enough for now. And when you maintain, when you learn to, to be like that, to hold true to what's important to you, two things will happen. You'll attract someone else that you can share your excitement with. And I don't mean a new partner. I mean like a friend or family or your partner will come up to your excitement. Mm-hmm. But if you if you go down the second in response to their reaction, then that's not being, that's not you being a deliberate creator. That's That's you being a conditional creator. And so this is like one of the most powerful parts of being in a relationship. This is what we get to practice and this is what we get to learn all day long. so is there anything else you would add to that Cass yeah is that I think
1: there's a sort of a higher level skill you can practice with this is Mm -hmm. um let's say the evidence I don't know why this is coming in someone probably has this experience but like let's say your evidence was a purple butterfly right and so is elevating to just being excited that you saw a purple butterfly so when you're you know Mm -hmm. telling your partner like oh I saw a purple butterfly right like Mm -hmm. and not explaining why Mm -hmm. um and there's a lot of layers to that not explaining it is actually um makes it stronger and it gives this opportunity for them to ask like why are you so excited about that (laughs) (laughs) you can say well because there's a purple butterfly on my vision board in this one spot you know of whatever over this house and it just it makes me excited to know that it's getting closer Mm -hmm. right and and to really hold what it is that's um most exciting, or what it just what's most true. Like, I'm super excited about a purple butterfly. You don't have to go in that it's evidence to this, or that it means this, or whatever it
0: is. Just really hold true to that excitement. Love it. I love it. I would actually say, um, I don't know where this fits in, but if your partner isn't LOA, I don't suggest talking about it in LOA terms, like with yes. them. I, I, I'm a big believer in just being the example and and you doing it and you being happy. And um, eventually they're going to notice like the extra happy or that everything's working out for you or all, you know, things like, wow, that happened so easy for you. And you're like, yeah, I know. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, end of story. And so it sometimes almost is more empowering in that sense when you see what your partner's reflecting back to you about your example that you're leading. Yes. And so I think that's a very good one. And we can go a
1: little more into like leading by example as our next one, but don't use LOA terms. Yeah. Because you're right. Like it just does like, it's just, just allow it to be and don't try it. Don't try and get them to come over. Like, accept that. (laughs) Come over. (laughs) Yeah, don't try and get them to come over to your side (laughs) to convert. Just let them be and accept that fully. Like, the most, one of the most powerful things you can do is accept that they will never be an LOA person.
0: Yes. Um, I love that. Like, how freeing is that for both of you? Right. There's no need for you to try to make yourself understood by them, and there's no pressure for them to need—you know, it's just there's total freedom with that. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the place you want to manifest from. That's the place you're going to co-create with them, whether or not you're talking in manifesting terms or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And then, what was our next one? Don't use LOA.
0: Oh, did I have another one after that? Um. Oh, the other thing I just kind of adding on to that. Mm-hmm is if you're uncertain about if they want to know more or not, then just ask them, Mm -hmm. you know, or like if you're really excited about, hey, I just, you know, signed up to work with Cassie or Jenny and you're excited about that, that's something you want to share with your partner, but they're not LOA. Share your uh, excitement about, you know, hey, I'm doing this thing for myself and I'm so excited about it. Mm -hmm. And then ask them, "Do do you want me to share stuff with you? Like, are you interested That kind of thing. So you're giving them the space to choose as well. Which is huge. Giving them
1: the space to Mm -hmm. choose instead of wanting or trying to force them into wanting to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. So is there anything else you can think of, Cass, that you kind of want to wrap up in our terms of how to manifest when your partner's not L-O-A-E? Um, <laughs> just that it's totally possible. And the more
1: you let go and the more you lead by example, the more they might be interested. Um, and I, I'm just giving you all listeners like this happens with my clients all the time. Um, I'm sure it happens with yours too, Jenny. Like, um, yeah, there's and one of my favorite episodes on the um, it's now called Manifesting Success Stories podcast is called like how to manifest when your husband's a spender. Right. So when they are (laughs) when they like to spend money and they're not into LOA like and so if you need proof like that just by being you a just take it from us that like choose to believe and to sort of soak that up that it's possible that. Those things shift when you do these things and all you do is lead by example. Um, And go find the proof. Go listen to that episode if you need some more proof because it happens all the time when you lead
0: by example. And that's the number one thing. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing is you keeping your focus on who you're being versus trying to change or control or manage who they're being in any way or their reactions or anything. Go be you. Yes. Own it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Go be
0: awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.